Welcome everybody to episode 4 Chatterbox Kitchen and Bar. I'm here with my boy Ben 10.56. Wow. Okay. Still Ben 10 though, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. I figured if I just altered something, it's going to be different, you know. But we change it every week, man. We'll see how it goes. So, what we, where are we at? So, last episode, we yes, had Shauna on. Shauna. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Great to hear yeah, her journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I put... I, I thought about it quite a bit a few times on and off after we did the episode about what she did and it was the funny thing that she said about when what was that when she went into the kitchen her first job she was 18 and the person looked at her and said um like you're my um Oh, you're, like, you're the newbie now. You're the yeah, newbie. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. belong to me. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. I mean? <laughs> so, Finally, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the newbie. You're the newbie. Yeah, yeah. You're in the shit you're now. Do, you're gonna do everything I tell you to. But um, yeah, on on the positive side, where she where her journey is now with the cakes. With the cakes. Yeah. Um, she might not. She might not be working stuff. in a restaurant, but where she's working is is put her in a spotlight to gain. Well, to get to yeah, to get to do what she she, what she seems to enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and have the ability yeah, yeah. to be able to go, yeah, I'm going to start yeah, doing yeah. Uh, cakes and uh, uh, she, wedding cakes. She has a few. Like um, what was it? Bookings next year, or something mm. like that. So wedding and stuff. She's making. Cakes yeah, wedding cake. Yeah, wedding so cake. That's, bookings, that's great. Yeah. Good on you, Shano. Uh, many and thank you for coming on. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that was, man, awesome. that was really good, man. Um, and you know, we should check back on everybody. Yeah, I think that'd be good to like maybe six months, even a year, maybe. Yeah, so we, I mean, if we run out yeah. of people talking to us, no, but um, no, I definitely think so. It could be interesting to um, with with hospitality the way it is at the moment, and obviously people not quite in hospitality the way we started or we're initially talking about bar and um, a kitchen. Um, you know, you've got Lex is a barber. You've got Matt with his deli. Yeah. You've got Shana working in the supermarket. Yeah. And you know, these are all hospitality environments. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah so it'll yeah. be interesting to see where they are and how yeah. they're doing and hopefully they're doing really well and, and and we can share their um successes. Yeah. And I know we said this before, but we're probably gonna say it again in the end, is that um remember when I last time I talked about like checking on each other, you know? Yeah. We threw out the hospitality well, industry. We, we well, we spoke about this after after you did that because that was off the cuff. Actually, yeah. you just did that, and yeah. I was like, oh, um, and that hit a massive nerve for me. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, I've had yeah. mental health um, things. I don't want to say issues. I don't feel like. Uh, well, you know what, though, you um, I don't want to cut you because what you're going to is right, and I think this this should be a part of what we're doing as well. Not only about share your stories with us, but I think people, when you're in the hospitality industry, right? Sometimes just things happen to you, you can't say nothing, or you you don't know how yeah, to yeah, say yeah. anything. Yeah. And even if you want to say something, you probably can't say anything because HR might be banging the, the owner or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, what I mean? <laughs> well, whatever. You know, what I mean, there, there could be obstacles, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you you have to bear this quietness. So it it, it 
can fuck people up, you know. Yeah, so, sure, so, yeah, so, yeah. guys, um, I just want to say it, and I'll say it again in the end. Always checking each other, man. It's very yeah. important. You know, it'll help. Sometimes the responsibilities don't always have to be on the managers, but you yourself as the the main engine of the environment. You yeah. guys behind the bar, reception, wherever the hell your position is, housekeeping. Always check on somebody. Just ask how you're doing, man, because that that will go a long, long way for somebody. Yeah. And I think. After you mentioned it, I, had a, I was thinking about this after you mentioned it on the last episode. Um, like the amount of times that because we're in the hospitality industry and we're working with people, we forget that usually that smile and that um, enthusiasm or, or that buzz that this person has, a lot of times it's fake. Yeah, of course. We put, it is. We put on, yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah. Like, I know I put on a mask. I know that yeah. you go, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags, four, sir. Yeah. Um, but, like, you still have to smile and you still have to pretend. And, and, and how often, when you're working with someone, do you get a chance to see them without that mask on? Yeah, exactly. You don't unless you ask. Yeah, exactly. And if you ask so you them, ask. You might, it might, it might yeah. you know, they might let the mask falter and then maybe yeah. you can, you know, give them a bit of support that they need in that shift. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or not, and I mean, at the end of the day, if they don't want to talk to you, they don't want to talk to you. But the amount of times I could have done with someone saying, "Yeah, hey, you're right." Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not, not you're right, concerned, but literally just like, right, have a good shift. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. And just and tapping in, checking, absolutely. you know. And I, so I think that's I think that's the thing we should stick with that every episode. I think absolutely, that's really important. absolutely. Um, going on to a lighter note, guys. I will bring that up again in the end. Um, today. We're going to be in Curacao, uh, not literally, but virtually. Um, one day, mate, one uh, day. A gentleman who made a few journeys, uh, different locations around the world. And throughout these different locations, he's had quite a lot of different experiences. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like he's, he's, so he's been around. I, I think this is going to be a really uh, fun podcast. I'm looking forward to speaking to this guy. He's now in the islands, right? Um, this is which is I think is amazing. Probably a little yeah. bit nicer than I've, I've, seen, seen, I've seen this little blue jeep. So he's really doing it the real island right, way. Yeah, from I appreciate nice, that. Nice. Hawaiian shirt, all that sunglasses. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we're gonna look forward to bringing him on. And um, what do you say? Should we give him a call right now? All right, man. So uh, let's give him a ring. Okay. Hey Adrian, welcome to Chatterbox Kitchen and Bar, man. Nice to have you on. I'm here with Ben. How you doing, buddy? You all right? Yeah, good. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good. Listen, it's nice to have you on. We're interested to hear your let's, story. Let's be honest. My laptop just fucked up. So we've already had this. <laughs> I know we're gonna fucking beat around. I think it's quite. I think it's quite funny. So we've this intro we've already done, Adrian. I really, really sorry about that. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, we've already done this, but if you don't mind, uh, for the listeners, we're using Adrian's laptop now because mm. mine's just been a dick. Um, so if you can uh, give us uh, a brief, like where you're from and, and your hospitality journey, that'd be lovely for the second time. <laughs> so I would like to say in hospitality, you can't uh, you can't see everything's everything's going to go the right way. So it never does. Just, uh, never does. That's a good topic, yeah. Um, uh, let me see, yeah, so I, yeah, I was born in Amsterdam, uh, left when I was two, two and a half, and then I grew up in Tokyo five years, Singapore three years, Australia 14, uh, went back to Australia 
in between for a year and then until recently, I lived in Amsterdam for 14 years. You've been around a bit then, fuck. Well, I mean, when you're when you can't buy your own plane tickets and uh, your father works for IBM, AT&T, and says, oh, okay, we're moving to Tokyo. Oh, wow. right. So we're doing that, yeah. Wow, wow, <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Yeah, they, they pick yeah, it's like they, they pick you up, put you on your plane on a plane, and you have no idea where you're going. Wow. So, um, yeah, and then uh, so that's essentially why I moved around so much at the, just at, the at a young age. Um, and then hospitality wise, I started uh, bar backing for a buddy of mine as a as a favor because I was there anyway and. There was one guy that he fired, and he was short of hands. And he said, uh, "You know, I'll, I'll swing you some beers if you just do me a favor and help nice. me uh, bag, bags of ice." And you know, kind of how I got one of my jobs, actually. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had I had a full time job essentially, so I was, I was just there on a night out. And but he knew that I, cause I also studied a bit of hospitality management. So he's like, "You know how to you know how to work a bar? Can you help me out?" Oh wow, nice. Wow. That's nice. So, uh, yeah, and then um, from there I moved uh, to doing a doorman job in uh, Service Paradise. What was that like? Um, unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you go out there on a, on, on a night and you uh, speak to the owner, you know, in one of those... Uh, half drug and rambles uh, hey any chance you've got a job for me and he's like yeah come on in um, just wear black collared shirt black pants and some nice shoes and um, be here at 7pm or whatever it was um, and then yeah well, and, I, you, and you rocked and you rocked up and, and you got the job yeah I mean technically I already had it I think when he when he said yeah I want you to come in and, and work for me and uh I ended up standing there with security because I oh, wow. wasn't security, and <laughs> just explaining explaining to him what my job was, and I was basically the filter who was allowed in the club and who got free drinks and who did. Oh. Which was basically all female, of course. Oh. Did, did you did you find with that just a quick one? If you don't mind me interjecting, did you find with that that um, working and being in the hospitality industry helped you like navigate talking to people and working with drunk people and. Uh, obnoxious people and people being dicks and stuff did it 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 uh it, you did learn pretty quick how not to say things <laughs> yeah it's, it's probably the best way I can put it is uh you learn pretty quick how um like so, someone in your face because they don't like uh not being allowed into the club just standing up straight and you know not swearing back at them for example and not um you know, getting back in their face, that if you're the calm one, that eventually they end up stepping off. Wow. I did a bit, I did a bit of a door supervisor work myself, like quite, a, I think 2012, somewhere around there. And yeah. I, I think I was, I think I was in London at the time. I actually got the, the pleasure of working the Olympics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that. But they didn't, oh, put, wow. me, they didn't put me on the main part of the Olympics. They put me on the rifle range. You know what I mean? So I wasn't. I wasn't like. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't like. It, more important. Well, no. I mean, like, I wasn't like at the, the the track and field, which was all the where all the hype was. You know, the cunts have got rifles, bro. But, I mean, but still, <laughs> but still, it was it was it was nice though. It was nice. But yeah. Um, so what 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 was you continue on with your journey yeah, after what that? What happened after that? Oh, um, 
after that, yeah, after that, I, like I said, I had uh, shoulder surgery, so I couldn't work uh, for about six months. And then um, my visa situation in Australia, even though it was 14 years, didn't pan out because Australia is really strict with everything in existence when it comes. Okay. Um, and yeah, the option was, or you go back to uni, or you go back to Amsterdam, which is not much of a threat for a 22-year-old. Right. True. Okay. <laughs> true. True. Ah, ah, back to Amsterdam. How dare I'll you? I'll pack, guys. I'll pack. Don't help. Don't help. Just, just wait in the car. I'll, I'll, I'll be there shortly. And um, yeah, and then I moved to Amsterdam by my onesie, onesie selfie, and I didn't know uh, anywhere, anyone. Um, and uh, yeah, a, a, a lost long cousin somewhere was supposed to help me out. Didn't. So I ended up wandering the streets. Uh, to, from to my hotel, and then from there I found Coco's as the first place to uh, to get a job. All right, and then that became you know your hospitality family. Yep. Um, and then from there I went over to um, uh, the Entourage Group, so Izakaya for a year. Yeah. Um, and then the Butcher, um, yep. the, spe- the Speakeasy Bar, and then after the Butcher. The speakers one, I went to help open the large one in the north where the tower is. Yeah. And, um, that was a bit more of a uh, challenge because it was essentially three floors and a standing capacity of 2,400. Wow. Oh. That's a lot. Yeah. So that gets a little bit more, like when you do a New Year's Eve party there, um, that's a little bit more uh, daunting than... than Doing it in the tiny little butcher that holds 80 people. Yeah, yeah. but you're also on three floors. So I've worked in a nightclub um, in Birmingham that was 2,500 capacity, but it was all on one floor. So everything was quite fluid and you could could see other things from other areas and it was quite easy to, like, uh, know what was going on. Three floors must have been a bit chaotic. This was constant, um, like, you... You've got a team, like a you know head bartender or team leader or whatever on the main bar. We had a champagne bar. We had another um, what you call it, like a, a, a temporary bar, just that we because we needed more locations that people could get drinks from. Like a, like a pop up um, thing. Yeah, like well, essentially it was a pop up thing with like eskies and full of beer and you know champagne and everything. And then yeah, every ten minutes I'd have to go to the middle floor. Everything was okay. Then go to the top floor. Is everything okay? And then just up and down, up and down, again. up and down, up and down. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. See, this is this is the thing. I think I was quite. I've spoken to a couple of people about working in um, high volume or high footfall, high capacity venues. Um, and the one I the one I worked at, and this is the only one that before that was one thousand five hundred capacity, and, and other than that, it's been like three hundred. You know, so sort of tiny. Um, but in comparison, yeah, on on three floors. I was actually speaking to a friend of mine the other day about it because he used to run one um, that had that had three floors, and I was like, "Like that's that just the logistics of that." And if you're yeah, like a floor manager and you're looking after the supervisors on each level, you don't have the eye contact. You can't just like see them. Like no, it's all radio and, and, and the blindly trusted. Yeah, you genuinely have to blind blindly trust it and. Uh that if there's something for whatever reason that they aren't 
because some people are a bit hesitant sometimes to use the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, sort of like I don't, I don't want to bother anyone. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll hope, hopefully, it goes away, kind of situation. Especially if they're new. Once, they, once they've been there a while, they're like on the radio every two seconds. I want to go for a piss. Come and cover me. But yeah, but then I was yeah. So I did that, and then I let me think. I went back to uh, the butcher. I worked Soho House. Yeah. Uh, oh wow! Did you? Here as well. Yeah, in Amsterdam. That was uh, also something new because they were. Uh, I was there for the opening of it. Oh wow! Um, so that was also interesting. Where's you know where's the most uh, efficient place to have this glassware because is that refrigerator going to be the wine fridge is that yeah, gonna, yeah yeah you know and that's with like each bar in that sense and then uh, that's also the roof the restaurant had two sections and there was a floor underneath where they had that private cinema and stuff as well so that's also like you know, hold up hold up they had a private they had a private yeah. they had a private cinema they had a private cinema wow wow I didn't know they that. Had a private, yeah, they had a private cinema, uh, which was, and it was like those big lazy boy chairs. I Whoa, think there was yeah. uh, five, six chairs per row and, I don't know, six rows, seven yeah. rows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so not that many people. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was fun, but then at one point I was just like, the, the, the people, for, I mean, when you when you work at the butcher, the small one, you get still get people that are a bit, you know, uh, higher end style people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Soho's a bit more like, can I have a glass of water? And you pour them, you know, tap water that you've got in a glass jug that looks really nice. Yeah. And then and then you get the comment saying, is that tap water? And you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> did, did you ask for bottled water, dickhead? No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not toilet water, is it? Um, <laughs> is it tap water? No, no. This is my urine. Um, I've just yeah. uh, recycled it. Coffee what filters. do you mean? Just coffee filters. <laughs> I just put it through a cheesecloth and coffee filters, and this is how, how clear you actually can get it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, and then... Yeah, I was at Duke of Tokyo, the karaoke place. Uh, they just opened another spot as well, so I was at... Two of those, two of their locations for four ish years, I think. Wow. So, nice. so what? Sorry, what's that? A karaoke? Is it like a, just a bar for karaoke? No, Duke of Tokyo. Uh, it's they have private karaoke rooms. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, so it's one of those ones where you book uh, a room, and everyone's. Yeah. So I think I saw that in a film yeah, once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a Japanese style, so it's it's genuinely. Um, you can book. It's two-hour sessions. They oh, have wow. a room that goes from you know twenty-five people at minimum. One room has four people, for example. Um, it's a sad time. So I was, I was, sure. yeah, it was. That was a lot of fun because they have massive. They had some really decent parties. There's so there were some staff parties that are won't be mentioned, but are for the record books. Oh, and, uh, oh. are you sure? Are you sure, are you sure you don't want to talk about it? Please. <laughs> We're all about sharing this story, bro. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Just put it put it in, in slight perspective. Not that I knew these place, this place existed, but the staff party, the last one that I went to, they took us to. I think it was Den Bosch or something somewhere. There was um, uh, the property essentially had tree houses as the accommodation. Tree houses. Yes, as in like you go up a hill and then you climb stairs on like three different levels that's but a terrible the, idea when I'm drunk 
like ter- terrible idea to fall out of, but um, <laughs> they they had they literally built like sleeping quarters in these large trees. Yeah. Oh wait, so that they uh, weren't already there? They built them for it. Yeah. That's no, nuts. They, they, they were, the houses were there, the places were there before we got there. We didn't build them ourselves, personally. No, 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 but, but they were built for a, this event. No, 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 they were, they, it's, it's like an Airbnb. Uh, oh, right, okay, okay, like, okay. But it was just like, I didn't even know trees grew that high in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Netherlands only have two for That's trees. Crazy. <laughs> That's yeah, water, nuts. Water and, water and flat roads. But, yeah. um, no, that was, uh, so, yeah, and then, as I said, then uh, June this year, the day before my birthday, I landed in Curacao. The island uh, life, man. The I packed everything life. up in about three weeks and moved here. Three weeks. What's what, it from so June to now? Five and a half months? Five and a half ish? months, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And that's, that's, yeah. Um, and now you're island living. Now it's, now, it, yeah, there's... We met, like I said, we managed to get a flat that has uh, two bedrooms in it, a massive shower. Is, uh, it, is it in a tree? Sorry? Not in a tree. Not in a tree. No, it's not helpful. Tree. Now, there's not that many palm trees that, they, that are growing next, next to each other that closely. <laughs> um, Sorry, just being a dick. We're, no, we're uh, like, we got a, we got a little uh, aqua colored. Daihatsu Feroza two-door Jeep from yes. 1993. I've seen wow. it. I've seen it on your picture, and I, it I said, um, Adrian I want one of your posts, and I was like, I was like, you know, I think he's totally embraced the island life because he's got the Jeep, he's got <laughs> the Jeep, Jeep, he's got the sunglasses, he he's a got the shirt. I saw <laughs> he's got one of those button shirts he was wearing. I was like, he's totally embracing the whole island life. I, I really, really dig that. I um, yeah, I, I. I I was at least known for a while when I worked at Coco's that people wondered if I actually owned shirts that had sleeves. And now I don't need to wear one with sleeves almost ever apart from some of How satisfying is that? It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> love it. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I worked in Nuki for... So I've, I've done a bit of travelling. Yeah. Uh, more around the UK. So I was in Amsterdam with Adrian. and uh, uh, But I did Nuki, Leicester, Birmingham... And a few locations in London, Bath, and Central London. I didn't move around yeah. that much, but it's just amazing to hear that you've also done a, a similar thing. Like with hospitality, you've been able to move around so much. And I didn't have the money. Like for me personally, it was I wanted to travel, but I didn't have the money for it. Or basically, I was shit with money, um, so I didn't have the savings. But I managed to use yeah. jobs and companies I was working with, and. You know, I worked with one company and, and I, in Nuki, and I was able to go and move to Amsterdam and work there. And they helped with accommodation, and they helped with this stuff. And it oh, sounds like you've done quite yeah. a lot of that as well. Well, this—I'll be honest—I kind of—I moved here with four point two k in the pocket. Okay, it's a good uh, start. That's a where, start. It, it, to the island. To or? the islands. Yeah. Uh, to the island that's, yeah. that's how much I had and the pla- the restaurant that uh, that I came over to like to work in uh, wasn't open for another month yet oh wow okay so so it was literally like again um who do who on the, I mean luckily uh, uh, one of the first nights I was here which was my, the night eve, eve of my birthday um everyone that was gonna work at the restaurant 
they came out to say hello and happy birthday and do a shot, have some beers and meet. See, you've already got hospitality family and it's not even open yet. No, exactly. That's then, nuts. Uh, That's lovely. There's, That's a guy, there's a guy that runs and owns a, a place called Tiki Loco. Yeah. Uh, and he knows the same, a few of the same people that I know from Amsterdam and Rotterdam. Oh, so wow. he was like, yeah, we're basically kind of six degrees of separation and all that. And yeah, um, yeah he, the first place after the hostel that I had for two nights, I, I, I slept six weeks in the flat behind him, which was like two buildings over from the bar that we were celebrating at. Wow. That's and he crazy. was just like, listen, here's the keys. We'll sort out money tomorrow because I'm tired. That's exactly what the island life mentality is. You know what? It'll work itself out, kind of idea. Yeah, it will. Don't, yeah, don't worry. Absolutely. Don't stress about it. Yeah. It'll be alright. She'll, she'll, yeah. right. yeah. she'll be alright. She'll be alright. Yeah, she'll be alright. She'll get there. Don't worry about it. That's great, man. And you're, you're, and you're, you're finding it. I mean, you, you, are you loving what you're doing there? How is it now? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I've been asked, like, you know, but uh, what about what about um, orders and groups and this and that? And it's like, listen, you know, you can you can only make it as stressful as you make it yourself. Like, yeah. if um, if everything that needs to be ordered gets ordered on, say, Monday, and the nights, because I only work. Uh, that we're only open four nights a week at the moment, and then seven days during the week. Right. But okay. I only work. I only work the night shift. So, right. if it if it arrives on Thursday, I'm good. And if I need to, I drive for ten minutes, and I've got it in my car, and I drive back. Yeah. So, you know, all I have, all I have to do is shake some, make some cocktails, and tell funny stories about whatever wines we have, and serve food, and that's kind of the extent of the stress. To be fair, it, it sounds um, quite nice. Yeah, but I mean, it's also what you, you know, if if, if someone's like uh, like on the other side of it, if someone's not um, working the way you've tried to you know show them, or that, that they just they just refuse to, or they don't want to, it's like okay, well, listen, you've essentially got a choice. You're in your trial month, or you, you know, serve the way that. The, the style that we do it at the, at the restaurant or there's plenty of places also looking for someone else yeah. so so um, if you don't want me asking what position are you at where you evening, are now uh, the evening manager okay which, oh, uh, even the way yeah, you said it I was annoyed I was like alright yes. evening manager so I've not quite got the title well maybe I have a little title it's, it's, not the pay um, I don't have the authority well, is, is it confusing it's not yeah, black and white it's no I mean if you were to see it on paper it isn't and then when you read what's on it I think somewhere else it would be more like um, night night shift manager and bar manager in the same in the same title kind of right. thing so okay. I yeah. I wrote the cocktail list, the new one. Um, I do the the liquor orders and the training for the bar. And then when we open at night, I'm generally on the floor, uh, hosting, serving, and uh, bartending, hmm. wherever is needed, essentially. I've experienced that before because my parents um, used to own a few restaurants when I was, um, quite, a, quite, a, quite a few years ago. Um, yeah. And I, I did... 
you know, because I had to work behind the bar sometimes. I had to work behind the till sometimes. I had to work in the kitchen you sometimes. Work behind the till. Yeah, and I had to work behind the. I had to work on the floor sometimes. So I understand the. Have to be jack of all trades kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just you're, 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 I mean, it's kind of jack of all trades in a sense. And, yeah. Um, it's the same thing for. Uh, for Ninka as well, she's uh, at the moment also she's the same, but then with daytime. So she's host serving, um, like essentially bussing tables, dealing with staff, dealing with customers, uh, helping with coffee. If all of a sudden you need two baristas for a rush that's just happened, um, yeah, it's it's kind of wherever's needed. But then uh, we've. Um, kind of brought it to a point and this is this is one of the other bits where it's like um, when you if you don't put your own boundaries up on when you when you're not going to work that day for example yeah um, that you've also communicated that with the owners for example like hey listen on Monday my phone's going on airplane mode yeah. uh, send me whatever you want but you're probably not going to get an answer until Monday night yeah. or Tuesday, like that's just give me a day, and they'll and then they're like, oh okay, yeah, you know what, all good. Otherwise, we'll figure it out. But uh, if we can't, we'll send it to you, and then we'll we'll hear back, whatever. Yeah, that's 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 just how it is sometimes, I guess. But um, you know, uh, one of the things I, I would like for you to share also, because now we're getting close to the end here. No, no, not funny stories yet. Not, not funny stories? You were about to do that, weren't you? I wanted him to see it in your eyes. I see wanted to share that I know, crazy I know, moment. I know, I know we, we need to get there. Yeah. I did want to ask um, one thing. So I've been meaning to ask you, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. We've been very... Not you, Adrian. Our Adrian. But it's very complicated. There's two of you. Yeah. So host Adrian... He's the real Adrian. He's got two A's. If you're going to go with the Rocky Adrian, he's got a That's longer... Pr- he's got a longer... Adrian! Pronunci- Adrian. Right, go, go, go. No, no, sorry. So, so uh, Adrian, our guest, yeah. um, I've been meaning to ask Adrian um, uh, about something, but we've just been so busy doing this, and then you go do your life, I do my jobs, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I always found, and this is talking about like when people get stressed at work. Yeah. And I think this is like a perfect time to to have this conversation very quickly. Um, I if something goes wrong, I don't stress. You can't. When, so, when something goes wrong for me, I'm like, right, it's wrong. This shit's broken. Listen. So what do I do? Do I do I panic? No, 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 no. Somebody, somebody gave me. A very simple phrase. And I'm thinking island life so, must be so, very much just well, relaxed, man. It wasn't really, it wasn't, we all, it's we're, broken. It's very relaxed. So we do what we can yeah, with what we have. Yeah, but if you're from the islands, you're going to be very relaxed. We don't really panic about much stuff. But when you're working and you develop when you develop your skills in big cities and stuff like that, you, you are in crazy environments. But one person did say to me, and it was, was it the best words that somebody could have ever said to me. He said, you always have time. Yeah, he said to me, yeah. "It's better the customer get something good five ten minutes later than something shit as fast as you can." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if something goes wrong, and I just re- repeat, I repeated it in my head. I repeated it in my head every time something went wrong or there was a delay with something or the kitchen's just too busy. I told myself, "You always have time. You always have time. You always have time," and it's it, that's what did good for me. Yeah? Well, so I've I've had a few instances where. Like car machines, 
or power, your power's gone out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like my freezers. Yeah. My fridges. Card machines. Yeah. And, and the, everyone's the, running around the, like the, a crazy, crazy person, like panicking. The POS, make, the POS network. The, yeah, the, the POS, gone, done, yeah. nothing. Zero. Can't take any money. And, and, you, and you can't take cash. Well, you can take cash if they've got the exact amount and you write it down, but no one's really allowed to do it. So we never did that. Like, it was very complicated. But everyone's stressed out. And I just went... And m- multiple times I've just stood on the bar and gone, hey, guys. So the whole system's fucked. Uh, can you bear with us in a second? And all the customers, all the guests, they just went, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, no yeah, worries, man. Happens. Take your time. Wicked. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. No worries. And they don't mind if you let them know. Yeah, no. It's, um, it's. I don't know. It's the same kind of thing here. That I, it, I, I, if, if there's something wrong with the plate or whatever, I, you know, I'll put, if we need to really look at it, like, hey, listen, this, was, was this undercooked or what happened or something like that, I'll leave it in the back because we'll look at that in a second, but fix it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, chef, chef, this is this is undercooked. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. how long? Uh, seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then you go back. Then I go back to the table. Hey guys, apologies again for the. For and the you tea. explain. Um, the, the chef, yeah, the chef's the chef's going at it really, really hard now to get one out in under ten minutes for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thank you so much. And, da, 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 da. and then half of the time, the customer themselves are also apologizing for something that isn't. Anything to do with their fault. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they're English. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's like, for, for uh, I mean, for what? Not wanting to eat something that's not cooked for a plate? Okay, well. Thank you. Um, uh, yourself, so basically, basically, like, communication and patience can go a long way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, commu- then, communication being the number one. Yeah, exactly. Communication being the number one. Uh, like, guys, listen, come in the back. Listen, it's fine. Well, actually, I want to do uh, an episode ask, on communication. Yeah, ask, ask, ask them if they want, uh, a, 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 like, depending on how bad or how unhappy they are, do they want another, like, are they drinking a glass of wine? Would they like one on the house from us to, to make up while they wait for their for their meat food? Would they like that, another glass from us with the food when it comes out? <coughs> like, yeah. you know, finding a way to... Would you like me to drink one with you? Yeah, exactly, and that's it. And you can't do anything about it. Then it's just like, okay, well, would you like the bill? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, the food was our fault, so that obviously we 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 don't charge them for. But in that case, there's only so many so many sorries I'm willing to give as well. If you're not willing to take any of them. Yeah, well, I mean, I like, like, and there's another. Th- oh, so we're going on. To, so maybe I think we should get you back on because we we should call okay. this episode to an end at some point. But the topic we're about to go into. I really want to go deep with. Um, so you were going to say something before I interrupted you and ask for a story. I did. Because oh. we, we always end with someone sharing a, a crazy moment or a, a crazy event. Um, you a memorable have, a, a, story of hospitality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so I think... I mean, I, I actually thought about this for about an hour today of which, which, which kind of one I would do because there's, there's, when I worked at the butcher, which was probably my favorite place to work, the one, the secret one. Yeah. Um, it's not a secret, you just told loads of people. Well, yeah, we just, we, well, I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. It's now. Okay. I was like, oh, you uh, fucked that uh, one up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, that was probably the, 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 the most interesting place because you had to be as, um, humble as possible no matter who walked in the door 
Mm. Um, and when I worked at Isakaya, for example, the whole place was booked out with paparazzi or whatever. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And we, we, we get in the briefing that Rihanna and Drake, when they were together, were coming to have dinner. Uh, um, so I'm like, they're ordering sake bombs, which is Japanese beer with a drop of Japanese sake in it. Yeah. And then I get to the butcher one time on a Thursday, quiet night. And there's two people left over, and I'm and I finish early, so I go over there and have a beer and say, "Would you guys like to have a shot of Jägermeister with me?" And they're like, "Yeah, cool, no worries." I introduce myself. He said, "Hey, I'm Martin," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm Martin. I'm Adrian." And whoever this other fellow was with him, they ended up leaving. The two hosts said to me, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I said, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and they said, "Because I I, 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 I don't know. Are you having a seizure? Like, what's what's, yeah, what's oh going on?" Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you alright? Yeah. Mate? What's going on? Yeah. And they're like. Do you know who that was? And I'm like, I, clearly I don't, because I think that world's going to end right now, so I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but now I and want to said, know. They said, that was Martin Garrix. <laughs> what? And I said, I said, who? Because I listen to heavy metal, so I'm like, who, who's Martin Garrix? Yeah. So they, Amen. They, they kept, they said Martin Garrix about two more times, and I'm like, listen, you, you, just repeating a name to me that I don't know doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm going to have an epiphany and you know who that is. And they put on the song, I realized who it was, Months later, I go to uh, Butcher North, where I'm working and running the barn. It's Sunday afternoon, people are having burgers, beer, Sunday session, that kind of thing. And an entourage of sort of like eight people roll in. And I get a phone call from the uh, like the nightlife manager of Entourage Group. says, hey, listen, I need you to make the, the, the DJ decks ready. Because uh, in about you know two minutes, someone's going to come in and, and play some music. And I'm like, okay. So Entourage walks in. DJs, everything's set up, ready to go. Lo and behold, Martin Garrix rolls in and does like a 30-minute set just playing while people are having burgers and beer. What? That is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, and then I'm standing there like... Oh, yeah, I had a Jaeger with him. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, guys, um, sorry for the loud music. It's it's just Martin Garrix, you know. Sorry, but he'll be here for like 30 minutes. And, and at this point, you know who they're talking about. I had a, I have a, simil- yeah. I have a similar story to that because um, I was in St. Lucia one time. And um, I was there for a few weeks and I went into a club. Um, the club was really quiet. I was just upstairs. And I noticed there was a guy sitting across from me. He's just chilling by himself. There's a few people upstairs. I look over and it's Wyclef Jean from Fuji's. No way. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Fuck. And he's just in there, like, just chilling by himself. And I'm just in there chilling by myself. I didn't say anything. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, I respect people's private space kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was starstruck, but I wasn't, I was respectable, you know? But I was like, yeah, oh, no, man, I'm like, hum- you're, hum- you're humbled by it. Yeah, I was humbled. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in this. In a place, you know, three o'clock in the morning, or whatever, and we're just chilling. But yeah, um, that was uh, one of my little things that's similar to yours. But listen, um, well, no, uh, what? I got one more. What? I heard something about a tram, Adrian. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. you gotta drop this, bro. I'm sorry, Adrian. Oh, yeah. Adrian told me, and I was like, "You fucking what now?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um I was in Amsterdam near Central Station. There's that really old Dutch bar, the the, the um, like the oldest, one of the oldest ones, like established 1664 or something. One, one of the ones that's uh, basically underwater now. Everything no, seems still, to shrink it, in Amsterdam. It's, it's on the yeah, high side. It's, it's, it's still there, going strong. Oh, wow. Um, and 
I was catching up with a friend who lived in North, and that was like a middle point for us. And I had an appointment with my girlfriend at the time to go to Melkweg to uh, see a band. And the band, the standard, all right, I forget who it was, but um, I was like, yeah, okay, well, I got to meet her at six at the door, so I've got time. So I, uh, uh, I get to go on the bike. I am bike riding. I go through Spout. And you've got that S-bend that comes from um, from Spy that's going towards uh, Lights Line, and then it goes over the, the yeah. straight yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So that, that death trap of an S-bend, uh, I get to the end, one tram is going, and about two meters after he's gone, I've decided to start biking, and then I get walloped by a tram coming the other direction. You got hit by a tram? Yes. Um, it's quite a significant art piece with my head on the windscreen oh oh, uh, oh you got proper hit wasn't I knocked off your bike yeah. and to one side you like I didn't break anything else apart from well the windscreen and I smashed my head on the windscreen wow um my go on a tram coming from Amstelfeen to Melkweg and then heard over the really bad intercom like hey sorry we're only go we're only going until this stop on the line because there's been an accident in Spau which was me and then wait are you on the tram I, hearing this no 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 she was on the tram hearing this oh right and I'm, I'm lying I'm, I'm unconscious lying on the ground with the when I open my eyes there's a woman like holding my head straight in, in case of a neck or back injury oh shit and um, she's like is there anyone you can call is there anyone you can call and I'm like the first thing I do is of course check if all my toes and fingers wiggle to make sure nothing is uh yeah, yeah, you know, your spine is fine. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, and um, she gets his phone. She gets her phone starts ringing. Then my girlfriend, and she's with her best mate, and the best. She's like, ah, oh, I can't get a hold of Adrian. Uh, you know what the f? And her friend says, well, hey, you never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is who Adrian's with because uh, my phone was. It was like an old, old, old Samsung. And um, so she picks up the phone, and the lady says, Hey, is this is this uh, is this Danya? She says, yeah. And I said, well, um, yeah, I just wanted to know that uh, your boyfriend's on the way to the hospital in, uh, uh, after getting hit by a tram. What the hell? So I was really hoping that that was um, less... Now I feel really bad for asking you to tell. I thought it would be hilarious. No, no, but no. actually, it sounds pretty... Like, fuck. It, it, no, I don't know. It's, it was... I mean, I told them, like, uh, listen, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. They're like... No, you didn't. You got hit by a tram. You're not fine. And they like, don't. And they, well, they might move I mean, slowly, but they don't stop. No, but I, uh, also apparently, I, I was. I asked another tram driver. And he said, "Yeah, technically, what he told me was by law they don't have to use the bell every time they go through a bend or somewhere that they have to as a warning." Oh really? Um, wow. Yeah, but they did a head scan, and I had two bruises on my brain. What? I mean, you got hit by a tram, man. Of course. But you sound yeah, good. And I, had I mean, he's speaking six, normally. Six, 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 well, I mean, for now, it's only, it's only been a couple of years. But uh, it, was, it was six <laughs> We'll check back on you in a couple of years and see how you're doing. I got, I got it, I got it. Oh, it man. Six, six, six months of short term memory loss. That's the worst when you're oh, really? in Six up. months? You get the front door. That's what? mental. <laughs> Well, so it's bro. not funny. I thought that'd be a funny well, story. Uh, listen, I'm so I'm so earlier. I'm so glad that um I'm glad you're all right. They're okay now, and you are where you yeah, are. Yeah, no, thanks. Me too. 
You know so that, was, that was the that was that was the tram incident. So yeah. I'm, I'm to be fair for, for for maybe for another episode, I can explain why I've only got like four out of my nine lives left. <laughs> um, and they, they don't they don't have trams in Curacao, I don't think. So I think you're safe. I feel like you'll find oh, a way. They, they, there's uh, there's people driving the wrong like sometimes the wrong direction on the road because it's faster than going all the way around but as long as the police don't, don't see you know. <laughs> island life man island life. never fails ignore that we'll just go oh man listen thank you so much for coming on I really appreciate it sorry for all That's the technical right, difficulties thank you for no being worries. with us man thanks for having me and that was a great chat to you guys and uh, let's see with us we can do, do something again we, yeah, definitely, but we definitely will. We definitely will, brother. We've got another conversation in, in the. Yeah. I mean, I'm already thinking about the next one. So. And um, I'll keep. We're keeping oh. touch. We're keeping touch and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, we get we get back to you again soon. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. All right, brother. Take care. Have a good, uh, have a good evening, guys. You too, you man. Do we? Bye, guys. Bye. That was, that was, really funny. I thought the tram thing would have been a lot funnier. I didn't realise it was so no, um, grievous bodily harm. Oh, when you mentioned it, you're like, "Oh, you got this guy got hit by a tram." Yeah, I didn't realise yeah. he fucking got knocked well, out. Well, I, 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 well, I, feel, I mean, to be to get hit by a tram and be still living your life and everything's okay, then it's it's you know, I I didn't think I, I didn't think it would be that serious. And but obviously, you got bruises on the brain, so I mean, that's serious. That's, bruises that's, on the brain, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. That's a little bit crazy. So, but anyway. That was really that was really cool. I was he had quite a journey. I felt like we could have talked to him forever. Well, I know this this is a thing, and I'm finding this with a few people now. Yeah. Like there, there's so much more. Yeah. Um, that I want to talk like I want to like like for him specifically. I want to talk more about um the moving around a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. I did like a lot of my friends or my fat my family and friends whatever. Um, they're like, oh, you've, you've been around a lot, and I haven't really. I've been mm. in Amsterdam and then a few other places, yeah. but in the UK, I've moved around loads. Yeah. Um, and the different venues you work at, and the experiences you have, and like moving from uh, a two thousand five hundred capacity venue to a three hundred capacity venue yeah. that does live music, yeah. to one that has DJs and smoke, smoke machines and lasers and all sorts. Like the difference and taking. Yeah, there's a lot more to unpack now, I think, and, and I think we'll we'll get there in time. Yeah, I, I, I we forgot to um, let him do a shout out um, to where he's repping. Um, the next time we'll call him now. We next time. Fuck sake. <laughs> go now, go go okay, go. Okay, go. Give us your shout outs, man. Give us shout outs, man. I <laughs> uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Tony and Lucy from the Five Triple Nine Group. Uh, where we where I work at downtown. Uh, I want to say thank you to the Sweet Sin uh, team, Tiki Loco and Mr. Porter for giving me and Nick a really, really nice welcome wow, out nice. of the island. Nice. And uh, definitely for sure, Shoke, buddy of mine who was the one that helped get everything together for us to come over and uh, work on this beautiful island. So thanks everyone. And uh, yeah, looking forward to more years. All right, bro. Thank you so much, bro. We appreciate that, dude. No worries. Thank you, guys. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Take, All right. Take care. Take bye. Care. Bye, bye. All right. Bye, guys. So, it's the end of the show, man. There we go. That was That's fun. a good one. I loved it. I fucking loved it, man. I look forward to talking to him again. What's happening next season? 
Next season. All right. So this is more than likely the final episode. Yeah, there's a lot going um, on between now. We learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're growing every step. Um, and to all you guys who are listening to us on a regular, uh, thank you so much for all your support and um, understanding our growth. You know, um, we're gonna do the new season sometime in January. We start. Yeah. Season two. Yeah, definitely. And. We're adding an anonymous section, uh, so for all of you listening, um, you can write into us at chatterboxkitchenlounge at gmail.com and you don't even have to put your name, but if, if, you, if you have something you want to say, something that happened or something funny or something that you want to like to get off your chest, write us the story, write to us, we'll read it out for you, we'll keep everything anonymous, you know what I mean? And um, that's something we want to add to the show Yeah, that regularly. Can, it can be... It doesn't have to be like a story. It can be a, like a situation that you find yourself in or something. Yeah. Um. Because you know that between us, we've got a fair few years in in hospitality and serve quite a few of our listeners. So, yeah. if you've got some like a situation you're in, you're like, I don't really know what to do. We can read it anonymously, and then hopefully, you know, people will listen to that episode and they can leave comments in there afterwards if they've been in the same situation and how they dealt with it or, you know, you know what they what they'd recommend or have you thought about this you know they can maybe support we can support each other support yeah, everyone yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. hospitality that'd be, good. that'd be good and um i thought did cross my mind the other day like i don't I know if, 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 there's, if there's anybody like i would say like uh, any venues maybe looking for staff or something maybe you can give us a shout out we try to help you out we try to put the word out for you guys you know what i mean yeah yeah um, absolutely. if you're looking for whatever you know we try to put the word out we do the best we can to help the industry we are lifting the curtain on the industry a little bit, like we say. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, we're, but we love it. Yeah, but we love the industry. <laughs> That's why we're so, talking about it. Yeah, so we're going to, we like to offer any kind of assistance we can, so we're here for that as well. And um, yeah, that's about it, man. And then. Um, check on your co workers. Check on your co workers. Just check in, guys. Yeah, check in. Like what we said last week, uh, the beginning of this episode, and every episode we're going to say it. Check in, man. And even if it's somebody you don't work with often, but they're always see them passing by you know they work in the same place you do they might be on a day shift you night shift whatever man just check on your peoples it'll make yeah. the place run a lot better it'll make somebody feel a lot better just by saying how you doing yeah something as simple as that can make a big difference yeah, in yeah. somebody's life yeah so without further ado um check all the links everything is now chatterbox kitchen and bar yeah that's on instagram uh, Facebook. Facebook, TikTok, all of that, yeah. Spotify is the same thing, and it's also on Amazon, the same thing. Chatterbox Kitchen and Bar. If you can, if you've got the option, you can use Spotify. That would be preferable, I think, just because we can track it, so we know. Yeah, we get um, more. We get more, more um, statistics. Statistics, yeah. We get more analytics and more data with Spotify than we do with Amazon. But yeah, obviously, whenever, whenever you can, listen to. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man, and uh, Merry Christmas to all you guys, and have a happy New Year, and we'll see you next season, man. Peace. Take it easy, guys. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Right, boys and girls, finish up the drinks. We don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Alright, who was that?